Sports. 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 <laughs> Let's talk about sports while no one can play sports. That's a really good idea. And especially where most people want their sports news and analysis is from us. I'm so excited about this stupid topic. We've never talked about sports before. We probably shouldn't ever talk about sports. But we're going to talk about sports. Here we are. (laughs) (laughs) So I had to look up what sports meant. Sports includes all forms of competitive physical activity or games, which through casual or organized participation, at least in part, aim to use, maintain, or improve physical ability and skills where, this is a long sentence, while providing enjoyment (laughs) to participants and in some cases, entertainment for spectators. Okay. So that is what a sport is. There are a lot of sports. I started doing some research because I can only name like a certain number of sports. It's like kind of naming only a certain number of jobs. Like you'd be a doctor or a lawyer or like a pharmacist. I want to see what is considered a sport. And so if you scroll like all the way down on the Wikipedia page for sports, then um, you get a list of sports, sports categorized by different types. So you can start off with like physical sports, which then go alphabetically all through all kinds of things. Like, um, all right, so let me give you a few examples. You have like the acro sports. Can you guess what an acro sport would be? Um, sounds like you know, the root of acrobatics. So maybe like, you know, stuff like, you know, acrobats, gymnastics, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You got like breakdancing, cheerleading, oh, okay. um, free running gymnastics, high kick parkour what's what's free running and is there a paid running i think it's you just run like through an obstacle course like a beast or something (laughs) like that i don't know uh you have air sports which um include like gliding and paragliding oh yeah i guess see a lot of these things i i don't want to anger anybody a lot of these things are things that i would have thought were activities yeah that's what i wrote down so i wrote down the idea of a sports versus activity question mark but these are all sports because apparently you can like i don't know compete there's archery based sports there's there's ball over net sports which (laughs) i love that category ball over net (laughs) yeah i can think of like four or five especially if you consider a shuttlecock a ball then that's six you know so that's yeah that's pretty good yeah their badminton is on there right away yeah volleyball i don't know what that is but volleyball i played wall ball in elementary school is that the same thing hover ball is that from Back to the Future? Fistball. No, no. There's a whole separate category for fictional sports. Oh, okay. <laughs> fistball sounds just like punching. <laughs> Let's see. Fistball is uh, a sport in of European origin, and it is similar to volleyball in that the players oh. hit the ball over the net. So it's volleyball. <laughs> but it's, it's not just beating each other up. There's also fistball. Um, there's the basketball family, which is how it's categorized. Various basketball games. There's bat and ball games. There are um, baton twirling, which has its own thing, and underneath it is listed baton twirling. It's the only one. <laughs> it's, a, it's a category of one? It is a category That's of one. That's kind of sad. I know. There are board sports, which you can probably assume, skateboarding, snowboarding, wakeboarding. Surfing. I was thinking like board games. Like <laughs> that's When you said board <laughs> sports, I'm like, oh, like tabletop sports? <laughs> color guard is considered a sport, and there are various versions of color guard. There's that makes sense. Saber spinning. Um, air blade, rifle spinning, and flag spinning. So you can spin various things. Uh, there's catching games, there's climbing, there's cycling, there's bicycle, uh, ski bob. I don't know what a ski bob is. Do you know what a ski bob is? Whoa, no. it's like a bike with skis on it. Oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> anyway, that's a sport. Um, unicycling has its own sport and it has a lot of different categories. Uh, grappling, we have striking sports, 
We have mixed or hybrid sports, which include a lot of martial arts, weapon sports, Q sports, which apparently like like billiards pool, like that's yes, like with a Q. A lot of billiards, they're considered a sport. Well, I would think that was an activity. No, I, I can see why billiards is a sport. So the way I, I'll, I'll let you finish. Yeah, <laughs> sure. We could take a little break from yeah. my sports list. Yeah. So, but uh, I think the way I thought about this. Yeah. First of all, I I didn't want to pick anything too obscure because I wanted it to be like you know sports that a typical member of our audience would probably at least know what it is. Oh, you didn't want to pick barrel racing? <laughs> and then secondly, I think one of the ways, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody that, that what they do is not a sport, but one of the ways when I think about what I consider like, you know, when you when you think about sports, what are you including? I I thought about like the, the, the distinction between sports or activities as more like things that are typically played in direct competition with other players doing the same thing so like something like you know like you said unicycling unicycling inherently i mean uh, there's probably there probably are sports that are derived from what you can do on a unicycle but when when you say unicycling i think riding a unicycle and i and almost anything can be done in a competitive way like almost anything you can like you can measure certain you know certain metrics any activity you can say all right well now i'm going to try to compete with other people doing this activity to do it better or something like that right but inherent to something like unicycling you don't have to be competing with someone else like it is also an activity you can just do on your own individually just for its own sake not in a like measured or competitive way and so when i say when i'm thinking about sports i'm thinking of things where the activity is itself inherently competitive with either your own metrics playing it later or like you know you're you're inherently playing it against someone else like something you know something like basketball like the game like there's other things you can do with a basket on a hoop but or a hoop whatever it's called the backboard but like the the game of basketball is inherently competitive like you there is no activity that's like racing back and forth on a court trying to get hoops against each other or like that's goals Try, whatever they're called trying to get hoops against each other trying to get, are they called goals i think they're called goals i think they're called baskets I, i'm <laughs> i'm pretty sure we're all wrong anyway th- there is no activity that is that's like you know arguable about basketball about whether it's an activity or a sport like whereas almost anything you can make into a sport by doing it in a competitive way but certain things are kind of already there but separating activities and sports, it's so tricky. I can't tell anyone how to sport. Oh, yeah. And, and that's why, like, I'm not saying, like, all these things aren't sports, but it's not what I think of when I think of sports. And so that's why, like, I didn't consider things that most people would classify more as activities first without knowing that, oh, you can also do this thing competitively. Okay. Okay. I can see that. My short list, which we will get to later, because first I want to finish all the ridiculous sports that are out there. Uh uh, yeah okay there is an element of competition involved you can think of like traditional sports like the idea of having like competitive sports mm-hmm. versus activities uh, it gets so tricky as you go down the list though right because because again like everything can be made competitive right like you could have competitive podcasting i, I don't know what that would look like but you can do it like you know look <laughs> yeah but that's eating, an activity right? eating is an right? activity for almost everybody who does it oh actually competitive but, eating but, is on here right but there is competitive eating <laughs> as a sport but like for almost everyone who participates in the activity of eating, it is not a competitive thing. It is That's just true. an activity they do. Oh, I got to cross eating off my list then. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, anyway, let me go through a couple of these other categories because I just think they're interesting also for – I want you to hear some of the ideas that, that are sports. Anyway, um, dog sports has its own category, which then refers to its own Wikipedia list of list of dog sports, which it is a sport using a dog, which, again, animal sports – that's tricky because it's usually the mm. animal doing the activity and you're just kind of along for the ride literally well, there, or but figuratively. there is but there is you know technique and training and you know caring for these animals and developing them into athletes and so like yeah you know there there is i i, I see the we the, should have a separate top four for yeah. animal sports yeah <laughs> yeah because after this people are going to want to hear so much more from us about sports that they will want a second episode about sports. i'm really sure that that is so true um <laughs> there are equestrian sports which you just said so there's lots of there are a lot of horse sports lots of them yeah well it turns out we've had horses for a long time and they lend themselves well to sports uh fishing is considered a sport which is the murdering of animals so that's fine hunting is probably also a sport hunting is also a sport so we have animals that either help us in sports or animals that we find and kill in sports or well there is catch and release so sometimes you just kind of maim it slightly and then let it go fun yep uh flying disc sports yeah (laughs) yes uh there's football which is listed as a category and there are more football related sports than you can possibly imagine and i'm talking like american football no or like balls with your feet balls with your feet like literally like balls with your feet football american football is almost like ignored as a sport on a lot of these lists because there's nothing really like it at all yeah it's it's an exclusively american thing like they don't really play it i don't think anywhere else no and you could argue we probably shouldn't play it here (laughs) yeah so this is so there's there's a lot there's all different forms of rugby there are different countries versions of football there's ice football there's indoor there's rush goalie there's so many different things tag rugby gaelic football women's gaelic football anyway there's a lot there's a lot of stuff golf also has its own category which pretty much includes putting various nouns in front of the word golf so we have (laughs) beach golf clock golf code golf dart golf disc golf foot golf uh oh this one switches it around golf cross i don't know there's um hickory golf indoor golf long golf match golf miniature golf park golf pitch and putt (laughs) like there's so many what is clock golf let's see a game based on golf oh my gosh naturally um players put a golf ball from each in turn of 12 numbered points arranged in a circle as in in a clock face that's just putt putt in a circle yeah it's circle putt putt that's i don't think that's a different sport i think that's listed i think that is a you know a thing you can do with miniature golf there's snow golf that's just golf isn't it it's golf in the snow yeah right i mean that's (laughs) (laughs) i would like unless unless the the like rules are significantly different i don't i don't think these are separate sports uh we have gymnastics are all kind of um categorized together there's handball family there's hunting there's ice sports which has its own whole thing ice yachting Oh, my. Um, Kite sports, mixed discipline sports, which include um, aquathlong. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to hear from the one aquathlong member of our audience. (laughs) He's like, I can't believe you made fun of my sport. (laughs) Flonkerton. The orienteering family. I don't even know what that means. Um, Amateur radio direction finding. Geocaching. Again, I would consider this more of an activity, but, you know, yeah. I guess, you know, who am I to judge? A uh, Pelota family? I don't know what that is. Parkour and free running. That's for real a sport. Those people are 
wild. Um, let's see, there's racket sports, which again, we kind of, there's remote control sports. So RC racing is considered a sport and robot combat, that, I slot mean, car racing. I don't think that's any more or less reasonable than other types of either vehicle racing or, you know, animal racing. Like if you're like, if you're on a horse or if you're controlling an RC car, like either way, like you're not doing the running, but you're doing something, some part of the controlling. So Again, I don't think it's any more or less valid than all these other ridiculous things acti- that we do. It's activity. Rodeo-oriented sports. So basically everything that happens at a rodeo, including goat tying. Um, let's see. Running. Is that as exciting as it sounds? Goat you t- tying? You find a goat and you tie it up. There has to be more to that. <laughs> no, that's, that's really it. Okay. <laughs> It's mainly for, like, young kid rodeos, because they can get a hold of a goat better than a bull, I guess. Right, because the bull would kill them. Yep. Yeah. Pole bending is also a rodeo sport. Oh, it's when the horse goes zigzagging between poles. Neat. Anyway. Well, I was uh, thinking, like, Bender from Futurama, just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just bending some poles. <laughs> uh, running, obviously, has a thousand different things associated with it, which I find to be some of the most insane sports, because, like, man, running is hard. And it takes a lot of practice. Yeah, running sucks. (laughs) Sucks in a good way. It's good for your heart. I'm going to make you keep doing it. Anyway, sailing. Still sucks. Sailing is a sport. Lots of stuff that's good for your heart also sucks. Uh, Sailing, which again, that's like using a vehicle kind of sport. Um, There are snow sports, shooting sports. Because that's like a lot of target-based sports. Stick and ball. mm, Hurling lacrosse polo all there are tag games tag games are and hurling yeah you throw stuff what (laughs) what is that it's like curling but but hurling (laughs) fun yeah like like after after a long night you know (laughs) um yeah it's oh yeah look it says like um i don't even know what half of these words are we're just gonna (laughs) scroll past whatever that is um tag games walking is considered a sport which includes hiking and bushwhacking and uh see again these these are things that like most people doing these activities are not doing them competitively oh here's your wall and ball sports is there wall ball yes does it say it's popular among elementary schools in ohio in the 90s and 80s a type of schoolyard game similar Bingo. to Gaelic handball, butts up, and aces, kings, queens. What is butts up? <laughs> oh, there it is. Butts up. Butts up. <laughs> <laughs> or wall ball in North America elementary school children playground games originated in the 50s or earlier. It is similar to the game screen ball and began in the 1940s and 50s, penalty phase of various city streets. Butts up is played with a ball on a paved surface. Oh my gosh! So was I actually playing a game called Butts Up, and none of us knew that that because that would that's such a better name. It's, Can it you imagine like telling they, elementary school kids that you have another reason to say the word butts? It looks like you were playing wall ball, but it was originally called Butts Up. <laughs> that's fantastic. I love how incredibly specific it is. This North American elementary school children's playground game. So specific. That's awesome uh okay you have aquatic and paddle sports so that's like canoeing kayaking rowing um you have underwater sports underwater rugby underwater football and underwater hockey okay have you ever heard of these things i'm really curious what like under- look at this picture what does underwater football look like <laughs> they have tiny little hockey sticks in their hand and they hit a puck on the bottom of a pool for underwater hockey that sounds like it would be really hard like all that resistance from the water yeah i mean now we have like all the competitive swimming sports that include like a lot of um you know 
swimming techniques. Yeah. Synchronized swimming is a really difficult sport. You have diving, you have weightlifting, you have motorized sports, you have auto racing, you have motorboat racing, you have cycling, fancy sports. Is that like sports played like on a big manor? No, I just read that wrong. (laughs) Uh, Fantasy sports. (laughs) 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 Like Quidditch Quidditch and um, Whack Bat, Hunger Game, various sports. I don't know. There is also a category for marker sports, which are like um, archery, paintball, darts. That kind of thing. Like target-based. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mind sports, card games, eSports. Oh, my gosh. This is – why is this so long? Electronic sports. Okay. 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 Table sports, target sports. pick up the table and run with it? It seems like a lot of these things – wind sports. um, A lot of these things can have multiple categories. Oh, the best category, miscellaneous sport. Oh, man, what's in that category? (laughs) I know. What would it possibly take to get yourself into a miscellaneous sport category? On this list. (laughs) On this list, when so many other sports can be just like thrown into maybe five, six categories and they all fit, but yet they couldn't find one in those hundreds of categories for a miscellaneous sport. Object spinning. Okay. (laughs) So like plate spinning and such. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, Log rolling. There, right? That's interesting um wife (laughs) wife carrying is apparently a wife carrying wife carrying is a contest in which male competitors race while each carrying a female teammate the objective is for the male to carry the female through special obstacle track in the fastest time the sport was introduced in finland wow (laughs) so wife cat wife carrying doesn't get put in anywhere else Ooh, lumberjack sports Sack racing, egg and spoon race. That's in the miscellaneous category. Chess boxing, that sounds upsetting. Oh my gosh, is a hybrid that combines two traditional pastimes, chess and boxing. Thank you. It was in the name. The competitors fight in alternating rounds of chess and boxing. That's amazing. So you're getting your, (laughs) so you're getting your, you know, you're getting all beaten up. You're getting probably all mad and your brain's getting all knocked around. And then between rounds, you have to then use your brain very calmly and rationally to. To move some pieces. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that is ridiculous, and I kind of want to see it. Wow. Th- this is this is extreme. Um, extreme ironing, actually, talking about extreme. Extreme ironing is an extreme sport in which people take ironing boards to remote locations and iron items of clothing. clothing. According, <laughs> according to the Extreme Ironing Bureau, there's a whole bureau of this. How extreme is ironing is the latest danger sport that combines the thrill of extreme outdoor activity and the satisfaction of ironing. That is really so. Like, I mean, again, a lot of this stuff <laughs> Look, I would classify as an extreme activity. They're on a mountain ironing. That's amazing. <laughs> I just, but again, like, there, this is. There's nothing wrong with something being an extreme activity, but it's hard for me to see some of these things as sports, and like, because it really sports again, like, it implies this level of built-in, frequent or or constant competitiveness in the activity that a lot of these things don't have. And you can say, like, well, you know, you're competing to go to the most extreme place or do it in the fastest time or something like that. But if that's not, like, what most people are doing it for and that's not what what the activity usually involves, I don't think it classifies as a sport. I don't know. I'm I'm finding sports a lot more fun uh, (laughs) having this list in front of me because it it seems like there are a lot more 
uh, really cool things than just like a couple baseball games that you run into on TV every once in a while. I would really like to see some televised, um, you know, chess boxing. Yeah, this is the kind of thing like I've never had any interest in watching like, you know, ESPN or the major sports games uh, on TV. But the kind of stuff they would air on like ESPN 12, that's what I want to see. Haggis hurling also in the other category. Is that what happens after you eat haggis? No. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, poor haggis. Anyway, you can throw it as a sport. Um, all right. So let me uh, close out <laughs> the Wikipedia page. All right. Goodbye, Sportspedia. And um, hello, top four lists. Let's read our sponsor this week, and then we can get to our listing of sports and or activities. <laughs> we are brought to you this month by doordash you have plenty on your to-do list laundry emails errands who knows what else give yourself one less thing to worry about let doordash take care of your next meal doordash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now right to your door ordering is super easy you just open the doordash app choose what you want to eat and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting with over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. We have used DoorDash ourselves, and it was really nice. Like I, I, I look forward to using it some more because it was just so nice to not have to think about dinner that much like i hate having to choose dinner right oh yeah i mean sometimes when you're just like oh i feel like this one thing but i don't want to go and get it and and you can just call up and they come and they deliver it to you and we're not in a city and it, it works for us in the suburbs and it's fantastic and it's so nice and easy to have someone else go out and run the errand and bring your stuff to you it's it's just great yeah, like highly suggest using it. Like they mentioned Chipotle. Like we did Chipotle once through them, and it was great because like our Chipotle that's nearest to us is in a place that's kind of annoying to drive to. Like I don't. Oh, I don't that like... one, that one light turning at that light is yeah. just not worth it. Yeah, and we did Shake Shack once too, and the Shake Shack is even more annoying to drive through. that's near us. Like it's like oh, you got to go go down this highway to this awful you know shopping center, and it's easy to get lost, and it's kind of far, and so we we don't really ever go there, but. You can have someone go there for you with DoorDash, and it's actually really nice. So right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more by downloading the DoorDash app in the App Store and entering promo code TOP4 at checkout in the app. So once again, $5 off and no delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code TOP4 at checkout. Why wouldn't you try that? exactly like, it's really good it's like a free appetizer right there we've said it before like you get free food and they bring it to you why wouldn't you try this exactly so download it now don't forget that's code top four for five dollars off your first order with doordash our thanks to doordash for their support of top four and all of relay fm all right let's do our honorable mentions do you i mean i have a I, short list i i have no honorable mentions because when i was making my list I went with only the things that I could think of as sports. As you can imagine, that was a fairly short list compared to the 900 that you just went through. <laughs> that was entertaining. That was. <laughs> it took 20 minutes to get through the list, but it was entertaining, damn it. <laughs> what else you got to do, man? <laughs> That's true, yeah. I guess we don't have that much more to say about sports. Sports! <laughs> 
<laughs> except look at all these things that are considered sports imagine how much sports people would have to say about sports everyone's like there's so much there's so much to say i, I think we've lost them already in this episode I-, I don't think any of them are still listening no they're yelling they at shouldn't us. they if you are a sports person and you are still listening you should probably stop no you, don't stop. you should probably just skip the rest of the episode and wait till next month no you want to hear what we have to say you, you really don't it's so good <laughs> it's not <laughs> <laughs> My short list, which are sports or things that I'm interested in. <laughs> okay. All right, let's go. All right. Um, golf, surfing, running, fencing, skateboarding, bikes, archery, billiards, rugby. <laughs> bikes. <laughs> You're just like looking at them. Just look at those bikes. <laughs> yeah. Bikes are cute. They're so decorative. It's like architecture. <laughs> Hatchery chicks. Hiking, boxing, mountain climbing, ice skating, curling, which I find really funny, sailing, juggling, and lumberjack sports. Okay. <laughs> I think it's really cool to watch them like climb those giant uh those giant tree trunks with like the climbing gear really fast. Oh yeah. And then That's... they have like those giant chainsaws that are like twelve feet long and they go and they like <laughs> so good. <laughs> have you ever watched l- lumberjack games? I just for the for the audience, you should know that you're missing a great visual here as Tiff like mimes every sport she's talking about with her hands. <laughs> anyway, sports. Those are the sports that I had I picked from for my list as a short list. Makes sense. So, All right. I I chose as I said earlier, you know, a little bit differently. I chose basically like you know stuff that most people who are listening to the show, which is mostly Americans, um, stuff that we would know as sports and and like would possibly be on someone's list if they were also making uh, a top four list of sports. However, with some slight modifications because you know it's me. So do you have honorable mentions? None. I don't like sports. <laughs> you don't like any <laughs> sports? Well, I like a few for different reasons. Um, but yeah, not I don't. Yeah, not really. Well, a lot of the things that I would put in that category would be things like activities that I like to do. So, like, I like riding a bike. Bikes. I, I like bikes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really enjoy walking. Is dog walking a sport? Walking is a sport. Because I, I walk, you know, on dog walks most days, and they're pretty significant It walks. depends on the dog that you're walking. It can be a sport. That's true, yeah. Not our dog. That that our dog is so timid and small and does not pull, so it's not really a sport for him. But uh, it is maybe a sport for lots of larger dogs or you know less trained. <laughs> the Shiba owners. That's a oh sport. the Shiba owners. Yeah, walking a Shiba, no matter how they well walk you train sideways. Them, yeah, that's there's no chance of that not being a sport. All right. Um, so yeah. what's your number four sport? My number four is Olympic curling. Yes! I had curling on my short list! And I specifically made it Olympic curling. For anyone who doesn't know immediately what this is, this is that game that you see in the Winter Olympics where you have teams of people who push like a giant puck on the ice and then there's a team of people in front of them with brooms and they try to like, they sweep the ice in front of it. To, I think they're called sweepers. I think, yeah. I, I wrote down, I love the sweepy people. <laughs> So if they are called sweepers or sweepy people, um, either way, like sweepy people and they're, is such they a like, better name. They like brush the ice in front of it, which I Wait, think is to slow it down. I think they're called sweeple. There you go. That's even better. So I I assume that's to slow down, and so they're trying to hit a target with the big ice with the big circle thing of metal. Yeah, right? I don't know if they're trying to speed it up or slow it down, but it's it's kind of like um, yeah. a bocce situation where you're trying to get closest to something or knock out the other players. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love curling it's just such a fun thing to watch and what's especially good about olympic curling 
is that this is a sport that to non-players like me looks kind of amusing and ridiculous, but when it's in the Olympics, it's really serious. And, and so not only are they really good at it, but everyone's taking it super seriously. And so the contrast of seeing something that to you looks ridiculous and seeing people take it really seriously is really fun to watch. So my number four is Olympic curling. I'm really, really happy you have this on your list because <laughs> I didn't it's, also, have... it's also nice that like you only see it usually like unless you're following these kind of things, which we don't you usually only see it every four years in the winter olympics so there's never enough time for it to become commonplace so every time you see it it's kind of like dressage that horse dancing thing it's like something you only see every four years if if you're not super into it and so it's just rare enough that it never becomes like commonplace and routine so every time you see it you're like "Ooh, this is a novelty yeah i'm always excited for curling during the olympics (laughs) it's one of the one olympic things that i watch anymore because like you said you never ever get to see it otherwise i don't know i haven't heard about friends being like hey we're gonna go to the curling match yeah right this weekend do you want to come i got some extra tickets i would even say more broadly winter olympics in general are so much more fun to watch than the other olympics because the winter olympics have even more you know sports or activities or whatever that you know i think at that point they're sports but uh, sports that you know stuff like the luge that like it's just these crazy things that you never get to see in like normal you know american casual culture otherwise and like you get to see these ridiculous amazing things that's yeah winter olympics are a lot of fun to i watch. mean how do you gravitate towards stuff like that that you never see that often it's like how you're like you know what I am going to use myself as a human rocket and and just go down this giant pipe and try and survive and go really, really fast. And it's like, how do you get access to that when you're like, you know what, that's, <laughs> that's what I want to do. It's like when you're at home and you have like the idea of having a hobby, you just like order some gear or some new tools and you mm-hmm. try out the hobby. But like you can't go out and like order a luge yeah right <laughs> yeah just be you like need... i'm gonna practice some luging <laughs> yeah like you need really you need access to something very special and probably very expensive to make and maintain <laughs> yeah it's just that's incredible um all right well my number four is um comes with some fun specialty gear and i think it's really fancy and fun sport is fencing oh interesting that's when you wave the sticks around people are wearing those big face masks oh boy yes <laughs> <laughs> close enough but yes yeah it's like sword fighting but with those little skinny sticks right sword fighting but with the yes um epe i believe they're called the the types of swords there's two different types of swords in fencing i'm pretty sure i could be totally wrong sorry fencing people i think it's cool i think it's cool to watch i think it's a neat skill because you can use it kind of in um a lot of the stage fighting or in movies and stuff you see people fencing in addition to the sport version of fencing, which actually like watching competitive fencing is a little bit boring because they are so fast and they just need to touch each other essentially mm-hmm. to like get the points. But when you think about the more theatrical version of fencing, I find that to be really cool and skillful. And I guess maybe that's like flair fencing. <laughs> that's what I like. Yeah, yeah. I like style fencing, like fence dancing. <laughs> yeah, that's but, good. But fencing is a really cool sport, and I think it's neat that you get to use swords in a sport. And so, sort of. But I think that's not, it's unique. It's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. But it's not super uncommon. They're not like actual a luge. swords, though. Well, no, they have little tips on them. Yeah. But I mean, it's at least it's one of those things that you I feel like is a sport that's accessible to almost anybody because you can find like a fencing club or uh, people who do fencing like we had it in our college. Um, our kids' elementary school has it, so it's like a it's around and accessible, but it's still unique and interesting. 
Yeah, I'll get to a little bit more of this later, but I, I, I respect sports where you don't need a lot of specialty either gear or specialty locations or conditions to play them in. Um, like, you know, there's merit to the to stuff like the luge where you need like the specialty setup and everything. But I find it more elegant when you can have a sport that like you can just do it with like, you know, two people in a room or maybe two people in a room with sticks. And, I like, also that's like it. when there's a special club involved, <laughs> right? Like the fencing. I'm going down to the fencing club. <laughs> well, there could be. I mean, there could there's, be. There's there could curling be a chess clubs. boxing club. Like you don't know. It's true. So that means I like it. Chess boxing almost made my list, even though I just learned what it was a few minutes ago. But that just sounds so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's punch each other and then play chess. <laughs> chess boxing is now the official sport of top four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> All right, my number three. Oh, yeah, I so want to make a chess boxing, but instead I'm going to go with what I originally wrote down, even though I recognize this is a little problematic. Uh, my number three is American football. And I, yeah, I know that health-wise this is becoming more and more problematic. Um, I, I realized that, like, after we started recording. <laughs> so I realized maybe I shouldn't be saying this, but the reason I put you it on the list... You had one of those oh-no moments? <laughs> yeah. The reason I put it on the list um, is that I find American football to be the the best, like, major market sport to watch on tv in particular um especially to have large groups of people watching it um you know you have like it's just, it's such a spectacle sport like there's this you know you have these huge stadiums that have like you know tens of thousands of people watching these games and they so you hit these huge crowd reactions to everything there's so much drama in american football like and yet also there are these constant breaks in the game like you really think there's drama in american football oh yeah like so like some of the plays like they're 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 so like large scale you get like a huge like you know down the field pass or something like you, you have these like these huge moments and then there's so much downtime that not only do you have tons of time to take you know bathroom or food and drink breaks but you and you can like talk to your friends a lot because not much is going on most of the time but then you get like out of these you know out of the last 10 minutes you've had 30 seconds of extreme excitement and then you can go back to talking to your friends and drinking and so it's like it, it, it's a fun like game to have on tv like i've i've been to, to football games in person and they the crowd energy is really something else but in person all that downtime really adds up and gets to you whereas like if you're just watching t- watching on tv with a couple of friends I think that is probably the best sport to do that with. Oh, and they also have the best snacks. Of course. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, especially yeah, for people who aren't that into into sports, football is a great sport to watch, to watch on TV. So you're going with more like watching sports. So, well, that's what I usually do. Okay. Well, that's, I never really do any of these things, but it, yeah, I end up watching watching more of the major sports than than playing them, of course. So yeah, so my number three is American football. Admittedly, I know that's problematic. So if you are offended by that, my number three is uh, chess boxing, <laughs> yeah, which I'm sure is totally fine and has no adverse effects. <laughs> um, my number three is archery, <laughs> which is okay. a lot more simple. I think that the idea of archery, again, it's to me, it's like the elegance of a sport that draws me to it. I think archery is so old school it dates back so anciently <laughs> I'm That's dr- a word. i can look that up and, and figure out what that actually means but i mean it's like medieval right like yeah. you can it's just so interesting and neat i've always been into kind of the robin hood-esque stuff and so like the idea of archery <laughs> like the really tight pants like that kind of thing 
No, no, not his tight pants. Just like, you those, know. Those weirdly shaped hats that he, what is that hat called? I don't know, like maidens and flowy dress. You know, the the fantasy medieval stuff, which yeah. you don't care for. Nope. Yeah, but that has a lot of archery involved in it. And I, I just find that romanticism, again, it's like the sword fighting, the archery, um, all the video games I play. It's pretty sweet to carry like swords and bows and quivers and stuff on your back and one of the things, too, is great in archery is that it is silent in video games, so it's better than using firearms. Uh, <laughs> I'm really reaching here. Archery is cool. It looks like it's really hard. Um, it's, yeah, uh, if, it is. If you try and like pull back a bow, it is far more difficult than you can even think if you've never done it. It, it, it requires a lot of strength, a lot of precision, and I really like that it a sport like archery or like fencing whether you are male you're female whether you're buff whether you're skinny like whether it doesn't matter like anything really about you you can find these skills and you can do them it it isn't it doesn't like discriminate and like oh i need to be this big linebacker to go play football not that you know you have to be that but it feels like that's what you kind of have to be (laughs) yeah quarterbacks aren't big linebackers but anyway you're still gonna be yeah I don't know. I just feel like these sports feel more accessible. They have an elegance and they have a history and I'm into that. So yeah, I respect that. My number three is archery. All right. My number two is baseball, but in particular, triple a league baseball. So this is the non, this is like the semi-professional league. You are just so, besides the curling and and the chess boxing, which you just discovered. You so, are so white bread. What is happening? Uh, okay. Well, first of all, I'm from Ohio. But okay. So second of all, mine is so nerdy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're like medieval games of fun. Like, yeah. Anyway. So, <laughs> Telly ho. Yes. Um, so yeah. So AAA baseball. This, this is like the minor leagues in the US. I don't even know enough about it to tell you more than that. <laughs> about what it is. But it's like, you know, it's it's like, you know, more local small stadium teams that tend to like feed into the major leagues for from their best players. But anyway, um, what's good about minor league baseball is that you can go see it in person. This is what I like. I, I don't care. About, I would never watch it on TV, but it's a, it's my favorite thing to go see in person as a sporting event because you can first of all you can go see it on short notice and you can just walk up like right before the game starts and just buy tickets and get pretty good seats most of the time with like. Not a lot of money, no advance notice, no planning. Just it's like going to see a movie. You just walk up and you just buy tickets and you get it and it's fine. And you can sit like you know right on a baseline or something. So it's it's nice from that point of view. And while it is the minor leagues, they're still good baseball players and they're still playing on you know a regular baseball field. I think it's the same, if if not as close to the same. Um, you think it's mini because it's minor? I don't know. I don't. Then maybe there might be some small differences, but it's like it seems to be basically like a real game of baseball played by people who really are good at it, and yet you don't have like the the incredible burden of the pro teams that have like super expensive tickets that are really bad. You're sitting all the way up like in the sky, like you know you don't you don't have any of that, but you still have all that fun like baseball watching in person culture of you know like I like the baseball like food culture like the concessions that like so, so for all your favorite sports involve when you can snack yes well that, isn't that what they're for <laughs> watching sports yeah but what about playing sports i'll get there so anyway the uh <laughs> so i like triple a baseball as like my favorite thing to watch to see in person to actually go to a game it helps that like 
one of the reasons I'm not super into sports is that I don't have any major team affiliations. So, like, people who are, like, super into, you know, the Yankees or something, they want to go see the Yankees play if they're going to go see a baseball game. I couldn't care less who's playing. I just want to see a fun game and eat some hot dogs. And so, from that point of view, it's nice to be able to just go to any stadium that's nearby and just walk in and get a seat for, like, 20 bucks or something. And you can bring your kids to it really easily and cheaply, too. Like, like we, in my elementary school, we would take field trips as classes to go see the Columbus Clippers play. Can you imagine taking a public school, taking an elementary school class to, to like, the Yankees games? Like, how would they afford to do that? But we were able to do that as, like, a, a fairly regular, I think we did it a few times a year, like, a fairly regular thing as a field trip to just go see a baseball game as an elementary school class in Ohio. And that was wonderful. Yeah, I remember something big with maybe school or, or a, like, a job party or something like that where we went to the long island ducks games yeah exactly yeah, yeah it's, it's just it's a fun thing to do if you just want to like let's go see a game this afternoon and you don't really care about a particular team so anyway my number two is triple e triple a baseball okay my number two is surfing yeah okay i'm the one making weird picks here hey <laughs> surfing first of all it looks awesome it does i look feel awesome. like i could never do it because i would hurt myself terribly but i really love watching people surf i think it's such a cool sport it's beautiful like the scenic idea of surfing you're out in this gorgeous ocean these giant waves especially when you're seeing them like surf in the i think is it it's pipe right yeah you're asking me well we watched all those surf movies Yes, they're surfing in the pipe yes they're surfing in the pipe we watched the surf movies this is how i know anything about surfing and what's the keanu reeves call it is the FBI going to teach me how to surf? <laughs> anyway, you distracted me. <laughs> now Sorry. thinking about Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves is always distracting. <laughs> thinking about Keanu Reeves trying to surf. Anyway, <laughs> um, surfing because it, it is so scenic. It's it's beautiful. It looks incredibly skillful, but yet it seems accessible to almost anybody. There, you know, you can go to any place that has waves and there's going to be That's like they're called. a surf school oceans <laughs> places that have waves places with waves yeah. <laughs> and they're usually called beaches <laughs> yeah that's the word i'm looking for you can go to the beaches <laughs> and there are places like they will teach you surfing or they'll have like surf lessons available i just feel like and surf bar surfboards are cool like yeah, they're all designed really cool. it, it just looks cool to have a surfboard and be walking around with the surfboard it is just a really cool looking sport both in practice and if you're just kind of like hanging out with your board on your truck and you're getting ready to go and put on your wetsuit i don't know it just looks so cool (laughs) (laughs) i'm basically like picking all the sports that i completely romanticize because i don't do any of them but i really love admiring the people that do them and we have watched a couple of like surf tv things we've um a few restaurants that we eat in when we go to the beach they have like surf competitions played on the tv and i get really distracted very easily and watch them (laughs) i rather i we've been to sports bars where there's been like regular sports like football and baseball and stuff on the tv i don't watch those at all the surf videos are on and i cannot tear myself away i love watching (laughs) them they're so cool and it's also kind of like one of those moments where if they wipe out on like and they just they fall and you're like oh no like i don't know i just feel like there's so much drama involved because i don't want anyone to get hurt but you know that you can really get hurt in these situations i don't know and then 
people who are out surfing, sometimes they take these incredible pictures and there's like sharks and they're surfing with them and there's dolphins. And I don't know, I just love all of that stuff associated with surfing. I think surf culture is cool. I think surf graphics on like anything that you see like a surfboard on and palm trees and stuff and the colors, <laughs> it just all works for me. I, I, I feel the idea of surfing in my soul, even though I'm totally not a surfer at all. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Well, a lot of fans of sports are not athletes at all. Like that's you don't need to be you know to enjoy a, to enjoy a sport. So that's yeah, that's totally fine. So yeah, surfing number two. All right, my number one is ping pong, <laughs> aka table tennis. You and Dwight Trout. Yeah. So what I like about ping pong is a lot of the things that you've said about some of the reasons you like your sports. And I'm talking about playing ping pong, not like watching it on TV. I've, I've, I don't want to watch competitive ping pong. No offense. But uh, but what I, what I like about ping pong as a sport to play is that it is very accessible to almost everyone. You know, children, adults, like it, it, whether you're good at it or not, it's it can, it's still like accessible. And of course, you know, if there's a huge skill difference between the two players, you know, on either side, that's it becomes less fun. But it's a kind of game that almost anybody like you can have a ping pong table in your house and you can just kind of look over and like, hey, you want to go play some ping pong? Like if you have some friends over and almost everybody can do it on some level. Right. And so it's it's accessible. It's also one of these like low needs games. You can play it on, you know, as long as you have the space for a table or you have somewhere that has a table nearby, you can play it in, you know, anywhere in the world, in any climate, in any conditions, any time of the year, and you only need two people at minimum to play it. So, you know, it's not something like, like if, you, if you're a football player, there's not much you can do with that skill, like anywhere else except in a professional context or like a school context, because you need not only this giant hundred yard long field, but you need like 20 people to play a game of football. Whereas ping pong, you can play in a small room with two people and that's it, right? You just need a table and little paddles and the ball and a little tiny net. But anyway, <laughs> it's a ball over net game. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I like ping pong. It's fun. It's relatively light in, in its, you know, skill requirements and it's, and it's balls and it's, and it's balls. They're very light and it's need and everything. So yeah. So I just, I like ping pong a lot as a sport and it's it's a fun thing that everybody can do almost everybody can do and uh so yeah that's it my number one ping pong that's kind of awesome i yeah. love that your favorite sport is ping pong i'm gonna remember that forever <laughs> <laughs> i'm also like i'm pretty decent at it i'm not amazing at it but like among people who play it every few years in somebody's basement casually i'm decent at it and so that helps too <laughs> my number one is no surprise i'm sure to you is golf because it's the only sport i actually play and i'm decent at <laughs> see yeah being decent at something is nice yeah it feels good that's like my sport is golf and i'm good at it i like that i'm competing against the course and not a person which feels great because you can do it and play it anytime anywhere you don't have to have anyone else with you but yet it's a very social game in that you can play alongside your friends and so you're walking through beautiful nature while you're playing which is extraordinary and depending on where you're playing golf you can play it in different places with different flora and fauna all over whether you're playing in like in a desert or you're playing in a place with a lot of trees and a lot of grasses and a lot of water features like there are various different ways to have golf courses they can be more wild they can be more tame um 
playing in Scotland, I hear, is like a whole different type of golf because the landscape is so severe for golf, which is where golf was born. But it is, um, it's one of those sports that just feels really, it's so different than a lot of other things. And there are a lot of skills involved. It has cool tools and Mm -hmm. it's all essentially physics based. And you don't have to worry about if you're old or you're young or regardless of your gender, regardless of your athleticism. There are so many ways that you can play golf. And it is a fun sport that you can either spend four hours going out and playing on the course, you can hit balls at a driving range, you can work on like putting that also counts, I think, in in golf. I really love watching golf, whether it's on TV or in person. I think the golf games are exciting because the camera follows all the different players. So you kind of get a sense of you're not just like walking with one person's golf game. You're kind of following the the camera follows on the televised versions of all of like the major players that you're watching or like someone has a great shot. You get to see all of it in real time. And then if you are in person watching a golf game, you can walk around the course. And again, you're still like enjoying the atmosphere. You're enjoying the day and you can go and follow one person or you can sit at one hole and like watch people come up and see how different people play the different holes that um, they're encountering. And again, it's a sport that I love to play and it's just, it's great. It's my favorite sport very easily. I never thought I would love it. When I first started playing, I was like, this is a stupid game uh, because my parent, my family wanted me to play. But then I took a few lessons and absolutely fell in love with it because like many things in life, when you find something that you're pretty decent at, it gets exciting and it gets fun. And when you swing a club and the ball goes perfectly straight, gosh, that feeling you feel like I want to do that again. And guess what? You can because the balls, they just come from everywhere. There's golf balls all over the place. So just come out of faucets. Just turn on turn on tap. Oh, here's they do. balls. Yeah. Just balls all over. Yep. <laughs> so it's a it's a really exciting game. Um, you can get a lot of satisfaction from just like a simple thing of swinging a club. And um, yeah, number one, absolutely golf. Yeah. I, I actually I'm going to do something crazy i'm gonna actually modify my list right now whoa that's you're pulling a me <laughs> i am i'm gonna kick out american football at my number three slot and uh-huh. replace it with miniature golf because i just that's remembered awesome. i love putt putt golf <laughs> putt putt golf is hard yeah, it's I, good i don't at all love full-size golf at all but i really enjoy miniature golf and so my number three is now miniature golf american football is now honorable mention for tv purposes so now my list is olympic curling miniature golf triple a baseball and ping pong i i'm happy now that you found a balance of sports that you watch and sports that you can actually play yeah exactly yeah and miniature golf too like it, it's similar to ping pong i'm not good at it but i'm not horrible at it i'm like somewhere in the middle so i can have fun playing and it's a great game where like again it's low needs it you know it's something you can do with the whole family all ages and athletic abilities because it's just Putt putt golf, and it's usually fun on these little courses. And usually at the end, you can get some ice cream somewhere nearby, and that's just wonderful. I would watch the hell out of some competitive putt putt. There probably, I assume there is. Like I assume somewhere on some TV channel that's not the main sports channels, <laughs> I bet you can watch competitive putt putt golf. And I bet they take it super serious. Can you imagine? Like I really want to hear the announcers. Yeah, like <laughs> I want to hear like. And here he comes approaching the third tee. I know, like, and, and it's probably on like a professional course, whatever the that would mean. Seems really looming. But yeah, yeah. See, first of all, <laughs> I want to know what a professional mini golf course looks like, and second of all, if they just play on like the children's courses that are all over the like. Yes. I would love to hear like this super serious, you know, 
announcement, super serious players all around as there's like this like, you know, big like clown face with the windmill behind it turning and it's like, is he gonna hit you know, hit behind the windmill blade? Let's see what happens. like, you know, super serious announcing in this like, you know, completely like cartoonish course. There's a there's a lot of competition to be considered to be one of the competitive putt putt circuits. Like you have to really get your, your course up to par literally no oh, <laughs> oh, no no that wasn't meant to be a pun <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah i oh man that would be so great now we have something to look for i bet i bet there's some on youtube at least or we create it hmm. Hmm. next next big business idea right there <laughs> is that what we're into now top four business ideas that's it <laughs> this, is what, this is what we're transitioning to yeah it's what all podcasts eventually turn into <laughs> yep pretty much anyway um sports Sports! Sports!